0: Hello, hello. Hello. Yeah. Uh, Pat and AJ Podcaster. Or the Quiet Storm, as AJ wants to do the podcast by candlelight.
1: The Quiet Storm, folks, everybody. Welcome.
0: Listen, she's not lighting candles in here because she's trying to sauce it up with me. She's I'm the light-
1: dog pissed in here. She's lighting
0: candles because I shit you not. The room where we record the podcast, the Groove Cat Lounge, that we've affectionately named it. Is really also the room that we've discussed where where AJ works, right? Yeah. And and this has really kind of turned more into like your workspace. We didn't really
1: plan on both of us working from home, so this, <laughs> right? Yeah, so it we kind of had to, to figure shit out.
0: Um. So, but but this room is very much yours. I mean, literally, as I turn to my left, there's like a little elliptical that you use, and you've crafted before in here, and um, <laughs> I the only piece of carpet in the house.
1: Is the rug in the Groove Cat Lounge?
0: I mean, we live here in Southern Arizona, so it's not exactly uncommon for folks not to have carpet. But we literally made sure to purchase a home that had none of that carpet stuff. Why? Because we have pets. Yeah, pets. And I got the hair. And and of course, you have dogs, and the dogs want to make little mistakes. Yeah, I
1: also just couldn't picture living in an environment where it's like a hundred degrees most of the time with have carpet. carpet. Right? Ew.
0: So the whole place—I shoot you—not the whole entire house. Nothing but some kind of tile or hardwood floor whatever except in here where there's a little area rug that we've already replaced by the way yes, because
1: the dog peed on it
0: the dog peed on we replaced it with a new one
1: and then the dog peed on this one
0: yeah it was great i so, mean we've we've
1: been really good about keeping the door shut cuz like the animals just come in here and fuck shit up i'm like you don't need to be in this room Every room in the house is not yours. You don't need to be in here. And I kid you not, the one day, I didn't shut the door. So I worked two overnight shifts this weekend. So I, I will admit, I'm not at my best right now. you <laughs> barely hanging out. I'm barely hanging out. But uh, yesterday morning, I got off work at 8.30, and the cat was sleeping in here. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, I'll let him sleep in here. I won't shut the door. Um that was a mistake as i went to sleep and then the dog made her way back here past the gate and pissed on the road see
0: i was going to say this is actually what I'm happens i so
1: mad at myself Do you know for who not aj is the door.
0: aj is the bleeding heart liberal of a parole board okay And of the three people up there, she's the one who sees the good in everyone and believes everyone, no matter how many times they may have forsaken your trust in the past, they're worthy of just one more chance.
1: I give everybody one more chance and I shouldn't.
0: And let me tell you, she has been forsaken by her princess pepperoni (laughs) poopy pants so many times. And I know she's like, fuck, that's just going to fuck with me over this. And I'm not, but it's funny because... I tell AJ the obvious. The obvious is our dog. We just need to restrict her movements. We need to gate off parts of our house. She is.
1: She's fourteen years old. It's just been weird because the last couple of weeks she had that big like medical event. Where I mean, had- I was
0: going to say we're fresh off you thinking she was going to die, so I'm sure yeah. now. Now the empathy and sympathy has gone through the roof yeah. more.
1: So she had this vertigo thing. We had to take her to the emergency vet. And she's still not herself. I, she's, I don't think she's bark- She's a
0: lot better.
1: She's She hasn't barked in no, weeks. No, she doesn't
0: bark anymore. She's, she's a still little, a little
1: wobbly. She's a little
0: dopey, yeah. Yeah,
1: Like, and she definitely, I don't know. I mean, we kind of knew her hearing and her vision were not great. But for some reason, since we took her to the emergency vet, huh. she doesn't respond unless you whistle at her. Like, you, she just doesn't even know where you if are if you're right you in front of her. signs
0: that that dog is springing back to life...
1: It's peeing on a rug. She
0: figured out how to get back here and to pee on your rug. I know. So where this goes is our son apparently catches the dog in the act.
1: Doing it, yeah. He was the only one. Pat was was working. I was sleeping, and our son's room is right across the hall.
0: And so our son goes, hey, I I caught the dog peeing. And you're literally like, did you find pee? And he's like, no, I literally... Caught the dog mid-squat. I was proud of him. Like peeing.
1: Yeah, I'm proud of our kid.
0: And he was cool. He's like, hey, I tried to clean it up and all that. But so, like, I let as soon as AJ woke up and kind of the crust got out of her eyes, I was like, hey, just so you know, this is what happened. She goes, ah. Again, just like that ble- bleeding heart liberal parole board member who gets notified nine months after they voted to parole someone about how they just reoffended and they're now back in prison. I knew it she was, was like, "Oh
1: fuck!" Okay. I knew it was my fault because I didn't shut the door.
0: And I see her begrudgingly pick up a big thing of paper towel and this pet stain odor remover we have, and she sashays away. Which is the universal sign for she's going to go clean this up on top of our son, cleaning it up, because let's be honest, a 15-year-old boy cleaning up a dog's
1: How about you just leave day. it there, a 15-year-old boy cleaning up anything. That's, yeah, really. Questionable. Doesn't, yeah, you don't need to go into anything else. <laughs> no. but
0: So, in a, you know, th- this all happens yesterday. And then today, we're recording this on a Sunday. And she goes, hey, we should go uh, crank out that podcast. I go, sounds good. I go, by the way. How is the podcast room smelling? And She goes, well, and I go, does it smell like pee? She goes, no, 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 it doesn't smell like pee.
1: It smells like the stuff you <laughs> clean up the pee with.
0: It's kind of like we all said, if you want to know the smell of cat urine, it's Febreze. <laughs> because people just fucking douse their shit in Febreze, like, oh, fuck it, it's fine now. Uh, but so I turned to AJ and I go, all right, so what's going on? She goes, well, it smells kind of like the cleaning chemicals. And I go, well, listen. Why don't you light one of our fantastic candles? We have many all over the house. Light one. Put it in the podcast studio prior to us recording the session. Double
1: damage control.
0: Yeah, you I'll know, kind of make things mess. And I walked in, Smelled very nice. Like whatever pumpkin fucking orange that shit this is. I don't, what is it?
1: I, that's uh, orange. Is that orange?
0: Okay. Couldn't Actually, tell if like they were min- little oranges or no, little pumpkins. It's on minty there.
1: orange. I do not okay. like pumpkin smell. No. I don't.
0: I actually okay, I, don't, I actually do like
1: that two? that
0: kind of stuff. Those right. kind of sense. Watch because I said that now, AJ's going to go out and buy I a will. barrage of that shit. You don't no, have to.: I've but- got
1: one more. I did Google it. basically, uh, for, for rugs and carpets, they say baking soda. You leave it, you vacuum it up after like 15 minutes. So I'm going to try that tomorrow.
0: So I, I walk in here right now to uh, record the podcast, and she has no lights on except for the glow of the equipment. And a fucking candle. And she looks at me like, well, I thought maybe we'd record this by candlelight. It's moody.
1: We did just get done watching a scary movie by we candlelight. Did. So. But listen,
0: I'll tell you what, man, the energy level will be so low. It would. It would be very smooth you know, like my energy we, level is so forced yeah.
1: right now that like is it really? hey, oh yes. <laughs> See, I get no, a little I actually, like I I,
0: f- I get naturally excited to talk to you and like no, record the show. We so. love
1: recording our podcast. No, I'm fine. I'm just you know okay. you know how it is. When I work overnights, I get like Well anyone I get like, anybody who works overnights, you get like three or four hours of just like feeling normal and then you just hit your wall. See, I'm not
0: even gonna say overnights. Anyone who works a swing shift, that's what well, AJ yeah. works. That's what we don't talk about, is that AJ with a her little news biz that she works uh you're a swing shift person so you literally work anywhere from 11 a.m to 7 p.m to 1 o'clock in the morning uh 8 30 in the morning to tomorrow 3 p.m yeah, to t- 11 p.m tomorrow so
1: night i work 3 to 10 30 so you, it does mess with your sleep yeah so
0: someone who's a third shifter you hear those stories all the time oh, i've been working third shift for 20 years cool you don't even get a chance to get slid in because no. you do like one overnight maybe two overnights and then it's back to something else. I've
1: stopped promising people that I'm oh. going to show up to shit because I don't know oh, how my body's going to react. right.
0: We lost out on another chance to socialize this yeah, weekend, didn't we?
1: my friend from dance uh, had her 40th <laughs> birthday party, <laughs> and I had fully intended on going and just, oh, my God. When Again, 1 to 8.30 in the morning, you sleep for a few hours, but you only really sleep so much, so, right, your body's on. all fucked up.
0: So you worked Friday night. Essentially Saturday, Saturday Saturday morning, morning. but Friday night. So you work this 1 a.m. to whatever it is, 8.30 830 in the morning. And then your intention was to go to sleep. So that's, again, assuming that you can just log off work and go, I'm sleepy now Yeah, and go right to sleep. And then what clock? Maybe five hours.
1: Yeah. Of like a live time (laughs) and then go back to bed and work today, 2 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Jesus. It's it's hard. I'm not gonna lie. These shifts, I I dread them. But they're the thing is, I always forget they're not that bad work wise. Because go figure. Hopefully, and I'll knock on wood. Yeah. Please, nobody create breaking news overnight anywhere. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot going on. There's not a
0: lot. But overnight. then
1: it also then it's hard to stay awake because like. See, I was gonna say, it's yeah. Kind of
0: a, would you rather be busy, busy?
1: Um. Yes and or no. no.
0: It's kind of like the uh, I always think about that if you're the uh, anyone in uh, Chicago or Illinois or. If you live around there, or maybe in Indiana, toll road states, you always think about the person that collects the uh, the tolls. Yeah. Which is another job that computers are getting rid of because everyone now has the fast pass. But for the few states that have the toll collector, you always think, what do they like better? Do they like rush hour when it's just nonstop people giving them like fifty cents, and they got to give them like a you know twenty cents back, or do they like it when it's middle of the night? And it's fucking nobody, Listen, and you're just kicked back like, yay.
1: It was just like when I worked at the zoo. You know, you worked 14-hour days picking up trash. All you wanted was a freaking break, and you could barely take one. And all you could think is, I wish it was the winter where we're sitting in a ticket booth with a heater on just waiting for a human being.
0: Just hanging out, But yeah. then
1: when you get to that point, you're, you're like, this is shit. so boring, and I can't here? keep my eyes open. So, so, you know, each each one has its benefits. This morning was really slow and this morning was really hard
0: <laughs> so here's the funny part not only did aj's little schedule uh inadvertently um uh, cause her to not uh be able to socialize right because you had this little 40th birthday party you were looking forward to going to but yeah, it was just was- like You're going to be a bag of shit.
1: Yeah, I was going to be a bag of shit. It's also like she lives on the other side of Tucson. It's legit almost an hour to get there. It was
0: geographically going to be a hike. You had to plan this into your day. And I also, I
1: I didn't feel... I felt bad because I wanted to see people yeah. outside of dance, but we also, we went out for drinks.
0: I was going to ask, who is this? Is this a dance friend or yes, someone? Yes, and okay.
1: she's, uh, she's from Wisconsin. Okay. So, so guys, we've connected, uh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, And she's awesome, and I love her, and I, I barely ever see her because we go to dance on different nights. But yeah, we went out for drinks mm. and cake after <laughs> dance like two weeks ago. So. That's a combo
0: you hear a lot with men as well. went out for drinks and, <laughs> and cake. cake
1: so i mean what'd you do last (laughs) night
0: after bowling drinks and cake
1: i did have a chance to celebrate with her so but i it sucked i just knew i'm like i mean you when you get up at three o'clock in the afternoon like getting dressed you're even questioning that you're like (laughs) what's the fucking point i I literally barely put makeup on today because i'm like i'm taking it off in six hours anyways
0: this is the funniest part about it right is that then inadvertently, like there's a domino effect. There were there, there was even a backup social event to the social event. Yes, had we not gone to that social event? We had tickets for a show for a, a dead mouse concert that rolled into town that we then decided, okay, we're gonna get rid of those because we're not going to go because we're gonna go to something else and AJ goes, "Hey, there's a thing with my friend. I think I'd rather rather go to that. Yeah. Absolutely cool. And I shit you not, we end up crapping out on all of them. Yeah, like we did none of it. <laughs> we did no concert. We did no party.
1: We were in bed by eight watching we a scary. Yeah, by- I, mean, I was gonna
0: say literally. I think finishing it chapter two. No, by, we have to finish
1: that tonight. We started by, it <laughs> by
0: seven forty-five p.m. last night.
1: Oh yeah, my edible kicked in fast. I was like, good night. <laughs> my alarm goes off at one fifty-eight in the morning.
0: Well, before she falls asleep. Now more scary news, ahoy! Welcome everyone. Hey, it's Pat and AJ Podcast, 162nd episode. Awesome. Uh, we're talking about Halloween ends this podcast. Because um, we literally just... We just got done watching it.
1: Up. We did not go to the theater. We watched it at you wa- home. You
0: watched it at home. So one, I guess we'll be... Di- yeah, we're going to discuss a lot about it. So spoiler alert, I guess if you're still going to watch it, you know, um, fast I mean,
1: I, I feel like you kind of you have do. to know what happens.
0: So um, but Halloween Ends is the end of a new trilogy in the Halloween mythology, right? Because it's like anything else. it got ran into the ground, and it was so funny with our son because by the way, not only did we watch this movie here at the house. Because it's on Peacock and it's in uh, theaters, and
1: we made our own popcorn.
0: Uh, Our son, like he was a driving, he he wanted to see Halloween ends.
1: And you know how it is when you have a teenager that wants to spend any time with you. You're you're like yes, like all in. What do you want to do? We're gonna watch Halloween.
0: Cool, sit down and hang out. So you know we'd already seen the other ones, but my son now is having to learn the unfortunate reality of how much horror franchises like to sometimes movie to movie director to director, era to era like to toy with that original story. It's very anti the yeah. Bible. The Bible's been like the same story, right? There's For no edits time. to the Bible yes. like the same things happen to the same people do the same things. No,
1: movies, you know things change that you're right. like, hang on I thought that was something different in the other movie. Oh, it was, but we just don't talk about it.
0: And this is no more better displayed than there's a couple of great documentaries out there about um, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise And more so, I would say the um, Friday the 13th franchise. Yes. And these documentaries are in depth. They are. Long. Yeah,
1: but they it also is very horror
0: fan nerdy.
1: Which is, we are horror fans, <laughs> so we're all into the nerd, the nerd, uh, the nerd yeah. universe. But it does, it also addresses the continuity issues. Yes,
0: it does often talk about. Listen, we realize here is the story of what happened behind the scenes and how we ended up going. From this mythology to that one, and usually, I hate to break it to you, fans, it's uh, behind-the-scenes bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's, there's it's no just, good excuse for it. Hey, we hired this new writer. He's the hot new thing. He says he wants to blow up the entire backstory. Cool, cool, good. Fuck it, make the movie.
1: And like, I'll still go see it. That's Yeah, Well, it's like, that's the like, thing. You I, go back, right? I liken it to a Schitt's Creek, how mutt just kind of disappears <laughs> halfway did. through the series. Yeah. And, and there's no good explanation for it. It just is what it is. And that's how I kind of looked at this.
0: So, with... The Halloween, and now correct me if I'm wrong on this, but this was meant to be a trilogy. When this was brought back, because this came back two movies ago with like, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes,
1: we saw that one in theaters in Michigan. Remember? Uh, yeah,
0: because we had a little bit of like you know a a a timestamp there where there were two other Halloweens released that were Rob Zombie Halloweens yes. that were fine films. By yeah, the
1: way. I like Rob Zombie movies. The first really one do.
0: was far superior than the second. Yes, um, you
1: do have to kind of reserve yourself to. This is not a continuous story.
0: Yeah. So, so this is, this was meant to be kind of like with the Batman shit. This was a trilogy of new films where we were going to pretend that like a whole bunch of shit didn't happen that's already been portrayed on film. And this is the Jamie Lee character yes. kind of picking up from, was it Halloween 2? Was Halloween 2 the last one oh, she I was in? Know.
1: I don't know. I can't keep track of all of Because see, them. that's
0: the thing. After a while it just starts becoming like there there's just a guy so with many. a mask on camera running around I don't killing know, people
1: and i've seen a lot of people complain about this one that they didn't like it mm. um i really i liked it i don't know what the hell everybody was expecting out of it i mean it and i'm not i won't spoil it but it does throw you a curveball and you're not sure how it's gonna work itself out and i kind of at first i didn't like it but as the story went on i'm like this is all right like how is this gonna play out yeah yeah. i liked it i don't know you know i don't know what people expect it Horror movies are so hard. People have these enormous expectations, and you guys, it's a horror movie. Like, you know, this is like the lowest common denominator of films. Okay, I don't know why you're expecting some sort of glamorous, elaborate, you know, story story writing. This is not. It's not going to win an Oscar. Like we know that. Just enjoy it and shut up.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's it toy. I put it like this. I think it's a good film. I can see why Halloween people, and I have a friend who's big in Halloween, would be one of those to bash it online. Does that make sense?
1: I can see why people would complain about it, but again, as because it toys with the mythology,
0: it starts messing with the story. But what is that story? Just that it's a fucking story,
1: exactly. And again, like I just, I've been into horror movies since I was a kid, which is slightly scary. Listen to to the amount of fucking
0: films that they.
1: but I just, I don't know what people expect from these movies. I'm Listen like, to it's...
0: how many they've cranked out. Here's chronological order, okay? And I said this when I we were watching it because they kept referencing the date. They want to let you know that Jamie Lee, uh, Lee was in the original, original film. There's a lot of throwbacks. There's a this. lot of like, hey, 1978. Yeah. Halloween comes out October 25th, 1978. Your boy was three months old. Aw, did you go bit. see it? I did, did go see Did your mom it?
1: take you? <laughs> it was a
0: matinee. It was nice.
1: Cat's mom actually makes a special appearance in, this, in, in Halloween it. Ends. I am not even joking.
0: Halloween Two comes out in eighty one. Halloween Three comes out in eighty two.
1: Oh, ooh, that's that's too close, man. That means it's not good. Then I that I was a baby.
0: Now you can see that it must have not been good. By the way, it was Halloween Three, Season of the Witch. What the fuck was that oh, about? No, now I feel like we got to watch all these. They take a a six-year gap. 1988 is when they release Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers.
1: In case you haven't noticed how movie studios operate, the second a movie is a hit at the box office or streaming or whatever, they order a sequel immediately, and then the sequel sucks, and then they wait to decide if they want to do a third. So in
0: 1988, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers must have did good because then in 1989... They released Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, and then in 1995, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, followed by 1988's Halloween H20, 20 years 1998? later.
1: 1998?
0: 1990. Okay, sorry. That's I remember confusing. that one. I remember I saw that H20. one in the theaters, yeah. I remember Halloween H20, 98, and I saw it in theaters, too. Here's why I remember it, is because I thought for some reason, like, H20 made me think of water. Well, we-
1: what? That's not weird.
0: <laughs> and I was like, hold on, is it like Michael Myers and water?
1: Water world Michael Myers. Is it Myers. water
0: world Myers? And like they were trying to do this whole Halloween 20 thing, and I got what they were doing, yeah. 78 to 98. But I thought it was a very, whoever greenlit that did a little bit too much cocaine the night, the, uh, night before. It made a little bit too much sense. It was like H2O. Everyone's going to think Halloween. The eighties were years.
1: an amazing, seventies and eighties were an amazing time for horror movies. It was really hard to mess it up. The nineties were kind of yeah, oh. like they definitely it fell off for a while. The there. late nineties is good. The late nineties picked up. The two thousands was better.
0: All right, so Halloween H two O comes out in ninety eight. Halloween Resurrection comes out in two thousand two. Then you get the Rob Zombie Halloween and Halloween two in 07 and 09. And those are
1: the backstories, right?
0: Yeah, and then now you get the latest trilogy, which has gone 2018, 2021, 2022. And I assume after this, they'll come up with a new one. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like I said, Halloween ends. For now.
1: No, I think it ends. I think that's it.
0: It's like an old therapist trick. But it's, and... just
1: like, it's just like James Bond. I mean, it's just like the Bond movies. They kill James Bond.
0: Never killed James
1: in, Bond. In, what, what was it? No Time to Die. They
0: killed James Bond before in other films. Yeah,
1: and then guess what? They're looking for a new James Bond. It's new like, James t- Bond. You just have to relegate yourself to like there's no continuity. There's no logic. They're, they're movies, you guys. It's fantasy. Okay, I don't know
0: why people <laughs> I mean, so that is fun. the other weird part is that we all do get very like, because even now, like like we watched um halloween on peacock right so that's the nbc app and it's both simultaneously right now in theaters and 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 on the app and we chose to watch it on the app
1: i'm actually glad we chose to watch it on the app that didn't it didn't strike me as a a theater movie
0: after we saw it and even right there you dial it up it gives you the rotten tomato scores yeah. Like, it's automatically telling you how much all the fanboys hate this thing, which they do, by the way. They oh, yes. fucking they hate it.
1: Hate it. I, I The only thing I knew about it beforehand is that it was slow and that the last 30 minutes were great. So I was expecting that. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was a bad movie. It definitely... It was what everybody said it was. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm such a diehard horror fan. I've watched every bad horror movie that's ever come out with no expectations.
0: You notice how we said earlier she's a very forgiving person. She's also forgiving to like movie theaters. She'll she'll forever go back to very shitty uh, horror films. I like I love middle of the day. She'll go like on a Tuesday at like one o'clock.
1: Yeah, well, nobody else is there. She loves the scary movies. I mean, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she's a wonderful human being. She's gorgeous, and I just love you know a a basically a senior citizen. Female hero yeah. kicking ass and taking names. I think that is so great. And I have I mean, I've loved her since I was a kid and I didn't definitely think I would see her kicking ass at, by the time I was 40, but I just, I love her in general. So, yeah, but I, I liked it. I don't know. I, I think people are just, you have to, if you're a true horror fan, you have to be forgiving. You really do.
0: Then of course it also goes into the, uh, you know, debate about how we consume movies Peacock, and it's NBC Universal, right? So you got to kind of pull back, pull back, and figure out the parent companies of the parent companies of the parent companies to figure out who's all owned by the same company. But this is kind of uh, you know part of the ongoing what we thought was a pandemic special, right? Which was movies coming direct to you first. This is now kind of part of this new trend of some movies falling in this category of simultaneous release, both online and and in theaters, which, by the way, there's also films out there that market themselves very heavily as only in theaters.
1: So, and that's the problem I'm having now. There is a scary movie I want to see because I saw the original one and I really liked it. And it was kind of an underground. We both watched it. It's called Terrifier. It? Okay. It was kind of an underground. Was with the creepy clown. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, way, I mean, way worse than Pennywise, though, because it's just a murderous clown. It's terrifying. Um,
0: but it's it's a murderous clown done by an independent filmmaker. So it's
1: really great. Okay.
0: There's no fucking artistic vision like Stephen King behind it. There's just a dude in a room that's got a lot of black and gray tones.
2: Yeah
1: but uh first of all that was a great i liked it i thought it was a good movie and then i started following the guy who plays the clown and i watched all this drama unfold is how he got like blocked from instagram and twitter and stuff for his political views so i was invested i really was but no so the second one was basically like crowdfunded and it's a little long two and a half hours a little long for a horror movie but it's only in theaters And I mean, they've been pretty open that people are like getting sick during the movie because it's so graphic. And of course, as a horror fan, as a freak like I am, I'm like, yeah,
0: such a fucking weirdo.
1: (laughs) I know. You (laughs) have
0: no idea the amount of shit that when I say she'll be like, Patrick, Patrick,
1: you're disgusting.
0: Gross. (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Meanwhile, she'll hunt down a fucking independent (laughs) snuff film to see. At an art house. No, but see, now here's what I'm wondering. With a film like that, and that wasn't by far the example I had in my mind. The example I had was more the Marvel films. Oh, well, I was keeping that with are the horror coming, theme. That are coming out and saying, hey, we're only, only in, theaters. in theaters. Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure Wakanda Forever, which is coming out, is not going to be up on no. Disney+. Plus. They want you specifically, and, and whether that's because those films are are enjoyed better, enjoyed better on, the big on screen, that experience, yeah. I don't know. But I wonder with your example, if that isn't just how you make your nuts.
1: I think it is like there's
0: no way independent filmmakers are going to be able to get their money back on streaming. Yeah,
1: no, I I, the way that
0: platform is set up right now.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I'll I'll, if it if we can't, I I do think it is on one streaming service that you have to like subscribe to. If we can't get it, real
0: off one, probably China, get all your information. It's like
1: Screambox or something (laughs) like that. Um, Real,
0: real Venezuelan based (laughs) servers where where they want your credit card info. I mean,
1: I'll go see it in the theaters if it doesn't. But that's the other thing about all these movies is even when they're just in theaters now, yeah. they come out streaming so really fast. not long after. Because so remember when fast. you had to wait, like you saw a movie. I remember when I saw Twister, because I'm a weather geek. Jesus. And I think I saw it seven times in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Holy
0: shit. Shut really? up. Oh, hell yeah. Seven times? Yeah. This is why you didn't get laid till you were I, 17. I
1: absolutely know. Wow. I'm a, I was 18
0: actually. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Wow.
1: Um, but I remember seeing it, and just that feeling—you leave, and you're like, "This isn't going to come out on actual video yeah. for like probably six to eight more months, I mean, so that yeah, it's just the, it just disappears into the whatever." You I know? mean, if
0: we're talking pre-Netflix, pre-streaming, yes. pre-even DVD economy, yes, there was much more. That's of how a we all grew
2: up. So that's what gap. we were used to.
0: Yes, for all of us who were Zenials and below, and for folks who are Gen Z and above, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but you know, no, you're you're right the economy of it was different and now you're seeing kind of this split in philosophy where there's some films and like i said i don't know the politics behind it i haven't googled this shit because to be honest it ain't that important for me to google but you know why is it that the marvel films like hey we're 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 putting this out in theaters you gotta come see this in theaters and then there's i mean halloween ends was was kind of like almost daring you to watch it either way it was was like hey however you want to watch it
1: no problem. I think we got gotcha. It opened in theaters one day before you could stream it. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they gave it one day, which I, I mean, I don't think is a bad thing. Yeah. We're, you know, we watched it at home. So,
0: and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, Paramount Plus is starting to do this too with, you know, some of the big movies that they're putting, you know, under the Paramount banner that then come out on their streaming yeah. app, like the Jackass Forever films, yeah. Jackass Forever point four point five, because that's it's all under the same. But like I said, the parent company, the parent company, the parent company. You saw. Smile when you were in Iowa with I our kids. I did see Smile. Is
1: that out to stream yet cuz that's a Paramount Plus mm, thing. I don't know, Viacom but I mean if it
0: is, give it a week or something. Like it, yeah, I mean, Smile my- was good too by the way.
1: I also don't think that If like, you
0: want me to give you my opinion as to a film you should watch right now in October, Smile if you, I would watch Smile over Halloween Ends. Okay,
1: interesting. Yeah. I mean Halloween again, Halloween did not ends did not have the same vibe that the other ones did it Mm -hmm. was much slower it it takes
0: well because it's it's this trilogy right like they're wrapping up this new storyline it's it's kind of like the uh batman trilogy by the time you get to the end one it's like we're burning everything down batman's gone yeah because we're ending this story This, this story yeah and it's like my son was sitting there like halloween ends It's over. And I literally gave him like a therapist line. I said, (laughs) it's over. For now. For now. funny, kind of, as you're busting out your entire schedule this week, right, and while you're malaised and dazed and not doing things and things and sleeping and kind of not sleeping in the middle of all that, by the way, of her choosing not to do something. She is doing other things, and those things include attending a fur con. That's right. A fur con.
1: Yeah, so uh, our son expressed some interest in going to a furry convention, and I know we talked about this on one of the previous podcasts, and I, I just happened to Google it, and it was happening like a month from when I Googled it. I said, See, well, I
0: that's what I was going to say is that this has gone from like our son kind of sort of telling us like, hey, I'm into this stuff, and then it goes more into, no, I really am into this stuff, and then you just happen to Google and find out that like not only is this stuff – Um, happening, but it's happening local and it's happening like right now.
1: Yeah. And I like that too, because uh, I think everybody would agree with me that the internet is not the best place to do all your research. And I didn't want the only way I understood the furry fandom to be from online. So I said, let's go, let's be in person, let's let's see what this is all about.
0: So this uh, joins the ranks of cons, by the way, that we've gone to now. And we've gone to cons all over the country, right? We went to like a mo- – well, uh, you went to Motor City – comic-con which basically is turning like a like a fan fest it's just famous people and a little bit of like comic book stuff my son and i went to phoenix fan fusion which is their version of comic-con without using the comic-con uh name so they don't get sued and so this is the latest in our cons but this one is i mean this is a furry convention right i mean there's baseball card conventions there's comic book conventions this was a furry convention that you found.
1: So uh, we have our son here on the podcast with us. And how would you explain the furry fandom to somebody who has no idea what it is?
2: I am glad you asked. So basically... Um, so... Oh, uh, when people think of furries, they normally associate us with like crazy sex maniacs, but okay. but that is really not who we are. Like, we're really into like a literature where like different characters are played, by, I like uh, anthropomorphic
0: animals. Okay, so a great example is like there's a Netflix series that is called uh, Beast Stars. No, it's
2: just Beast Stars. I know, Beast but
0: I'm, I, it, it, it kind of flows out as Beast Stars, but I want to let people know how to spell it in case they're looking for it. But it's called Beast Stars, and I've watched a little bit of this with you, but essentially it's, it's just some kind of a uh, story where instead of humans being portrayed in a cartoon, uh, there's animals being portrayed uh, in the cartoon. Correct. So it's like, I mean, really, it's like, uh, it's like Bugs Bunny,
1: right? Yeah, you know, the more I learn about it, I don't know why everybody feels like it's so weird. I mean, you go to frickin' Disney World and there are people dressed up like animals being characters. It's no different. It really isn't any different. It's there. I, I do love the word, it's called fursona. I love that word and I love saying it. That's basically how, you know, your character, how you dress up, how you act, what their name is, that's your fursona.
0: So that's what, um, like Dylan, you first got into kind of like you said, the literature, um, some of the TV shows, and then the next step after that, I guess, is wanting to create your own fursona. Right. And do you have a fursona name at the moment? Yes. Would you? Would you mind sharing it with everyone? Not at all.
2: Go ahead. So, and so, my first owner own character's name is Burris. Burris, as in like Candy Burris.
0: Candy Burris. Okay. Burris, and is Burris now? By the way, like I watched this show with you, right? This uh, Beastars. Yep. And we watch that, and, and there's like, uh, you know, there's a rabbit, there's a wolf, there's a turtle. There, I mean, there's different kind of animals. So, what kind of animal is uh, Burris?
2: So Burris is a uh, canine.
0: Okay, so he's a dog. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I assume because it could have been anything, right? It could have been like a dragon. It could have been.
2: Oh yeah, uh, not all uh, like personas are uh, normally just consist of like the um, furry animals. Okay,
0: that's what I was wondering if you could, if it's more or it, it, does that get like mascoty then.
1: Um it does it, it and that's the other thing it's just like a mascot that is at a college football game you know yeah, that's what that's i was what wondering
0: is. is there like a san diego chicken who was at the furcon con? Right, there was <laughs>
1: there were a lot of people dressed up um things we learn from the furcon cuz right now he is wearing his what are they, mitts they're not mittens they're mitts <laughs> um but he's been saving up for a while and i said i'd help him out if he wants to buy and and Basically, that's why I didn't want to do the internet stuff, because if you just Google fursuit on the internet, you'll shit your pants. I mean, it's (laughs) it's thousands of dollars. So I started asking around and people said, you know what? Go to these fur conventions and buy the pieces separately. It's cheaper.
0: So it's like any other con out there. There's, you know, it's it's half events and people getting together and taking pictures, but there's all the vendors, there's people that make shit. So
1: they had um they had a fursuit games, which Dylan did participate in and came in second freaking place, man. Um, he did a really good job. But yeah, they had fursuit games. They had uh, gaming rooms. I mean, it was just, it was really cool. And yeah, then they had a room with vendors and it was really, neat. and it wasn't all like vendors of fursuit stuff. It was like, um, like fan, uh, what do they call it? They would draw like, they'll draw your persona, like fan art, you know? Yeah.
0: So I want to know this. Um, one, were you shocked by the prices of some of the first accessories?
1: A little bit. Um, just the difference in prices because we, I said, listen, I I, I made it very clear. I'm like, I'm not saying we're going to buy you a full fursuit. Mom doesn't have three grand to drop right now. And also I'm like, you need to, you know, that's something you save up for. But I said, you know, I will match whatever you've saved so you can start your fursuit. So he got these big mitts and the tail. Now the mitts. Are very pricey. Um, those were two hundred twenty-five dollars. Holy shit! The tail, on the other hand, was only fifty. I assume just because it's an easier mold to make. But then the the fur suit head is where the money comes in. Um, fur suit heads were like twenty-five hundred dollars.
0: I tell you what, between the amount of money that. Everyone spends on their hobbies in the house. I need to increase my budget. I'm out of here spending like 50 bucks on weed, and I'm like, ooh, look at me, and here you guys are, AJ with her Irish dance stuff, my son now with his fursona. I need to get a more expensive hobby.
1: Well, and you were a little put off at the the prices on the fursuit head, right? You were a little like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. So... I I I could tell you know he was I, I'm too, he's too cool for me and that's fine I was like go walk around yourself enjoy the you know the furry fandom I'll hang out over here, um in the mom corner and I sat down at a table and there was a younger probably teenage girl about Dylan's age and her mom there and I started talking to him and I said so do people make these on their own I said did you she had two fur heads I said did you make those or buy those she said I bought one and I made one and she said people who are new to the furry fandom tend to make a lot of the pieces themselves simply because of the cost. And so we've decided that he's got the mitts, he's got the tail, they all match. We are going to make the fursuit head together at home. Yeah.
0: And that's kind of like, you know, the intro way into any hobby is that there's kind of one of two ways, right? And I see this a lot, uh, the hobbies I've been involved with, and just because maybe I'm looking at them, I'll tell you, since I've been like 12 years old, right? DJ, back then we spun records, holy shit, now we spin MP3s. But along the way, if someone gets ins- interested in DJing, you're more likely to see them buy an all-in-one kit. Like this is an all-in-one DJ kit, which in reality, guys who know their ways around are like, eh, it's probably not as good, and you might want to be able to, pr- you could price it out cheaper. So that's what you're saying is that most folks will go all in. You buy a suit that's already made, but the fun, I suppose, the fun the funds and like kind of making it yourself yeah. right
1: i'm excited i i bought a um we bought a foam head the foam head part is what freaked me out the most because you have to like fit it to the head and then you have to make it look like an animal and then you put the fur on it. And I said, holy shit, I don't know if I can do this. But then I found, we were sitting there and on Etsy, I found that they sell the foam mm-hmm. head by itself. So I said, well, that's way more doable.
0: I have references and she hasn't gotten it because I'm a little bit older than your mother, but there's an episode of the Cosby Show when uh, would Malcolm Jamal Warner play. When he asks uh, his sister to make him a shirt, and she says, I can make you a shirt. You don't got to go. I can make you a shirt for the dance. And she makes him the shirt, and the shirt is all like jacked up, and it's like nothing's right about it. And all I can imagine in my head is like a deranged looking wolf <laughs> that mom, like, like, like he looks all fucking cracked out and I, stuff.
1: Listen, I am going. <laughs> Dylan, do you...
0: Theo, by the way. Theo, thank you very much. Do
1: you trust me making your fursuit head? Like, you know I'm not going to make it all jacked up and stupid, right?
0: I'll believe it when I see it. I know. No, 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 no. Obviously, we know it's easier and more, but obviously more costly than to just buy it off the rack. But no, your mom, that's the one thing your mom had that they did not have on the Cosby show was she has grit. Like, there's no way your mom would hand over... Anything that was subpar, especially for you. Like, she won't even do that in life. She doesn't know how to do things half assed. So I know you'll go all in.
1: I also look at it like this. Like, if, and I don't know, if this is something I can actually do and I'm decent at, I can make them for other people at more affordable prices. So I don't know. Maybe, or maybe this is the only one I ever make and then I'm done forever, but we'll see. I'm a crafty person. I like a challenge. I think this will be fun. And plus, he's wearing it. I would never make him something that looks stupid and deranged because he has to wear it.
0: So, you know, you got to hang out at a fur con, Dylan. This is your first experience, and, and you've kind of, over the last couple of months, talked more, more and more about this. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say you, uh, What? how did you enjoy this fur con? What was your favorite part of it, first off?
2: Um, I think everything was my favorite
0: part. Okay, that's a...
2: You. <laughs> what what were you expecting
1: and what surprised you the most about fur because i'll tell you what surprised me the
0: most wait till you're on microphone aj shh. uh whose question am i supposed to answer <laughs> sorry just wait till you're out you really can't hear anything if, if you're off mic wait till i have it over to you um mom just want to know what was your biggest like surprise something you didn't expect
2: so I, I uh, was expecting to see has yeah, some uh, girls there their era, and there was a, a pretty good looking one. Oh, there um. you.
0: So he's now cruising for chicks at least things.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that was kind of what surprised me. Is not that he was cruising for chicks? He's a fifteen year old boy, almost sixteen. <laughs> of course, he's cruising for chicks. Um, I was surprised. At, I was expecting everybody to be fully dressed in a head to toe fur costume. That's a, a fur suit. I'm sorry. That's what I was expecting. I didn't realize that there are, um, as uh, Dr. Peter Venkman would say, many subtle levels of fursuits. So not everybody's dressed head to toe. A lot of people have, like what Dylan has, the mitts and the tail and the head, but then they wear like a bodysuit
0: or just regular clothes. I mean, I assume it's the it's, it's same thing like Comic-Con rules. Like not everyone at a Comic-Con is dressed up like, uh, you know, Mr. Incredible. There's many people who are just there in a t-shirt that says the Avengers.
1: Yeah, and I thought that was cool. It actually gave me more hope as far as like the fursuit thing because I'm like, I we can't afford a fursuit right now and that's something you should have to about up for but we actually came to an agreement that like it would be cool just to have like a bodysuit with the mitts and the head and the tail and like that's they even do feet they do feet too and they do indoor and outdoor feet i didn't know that either
0: so um all i want to know is when was the sex party um
1: there was no sex party there was no litter box all right for fuck's sake
0: was there a sex party dylan no what do you think i don't know that's what everyone else tells me no we're here to debunk. We're here to break down stigmas, right? And that's why we're talking about this because I could tell, Dylan, when you were kind of like talking to me and mom about it, you're like, oh, man. Like you were walking on eggshells and you were very um, you were very brave when you're like, hey, this is kind of something I'm into, I'm letting you guys know. And we're always here to encourage you. So that was kind of fun to be able to kind of help you get in that world. So good luck. Um, get a job. You know, you're going to need a job. Not ready for one. Well, if you want the rest of that fur suit, you're going to be a pretty naked Burris. <laughs> Unless you can get the money for more of that suit, right?
1: Well, I will make the fur head, and I will. I'll keep people up to date on it. I will post on our social media because this is a first for me too. So I, this is. This is out of my realm, but I think it'll... I'm going to make it look awesome, okay? It's for my kid. Hopefully. Of course, it's not going to look like I it. was going to
0: say, hold on. You have gotten your mom wrapped into an arts and crafts hobby? No, he hit the gold. mine I
1: have made his ha- Halloween costumes every year for years. This will look good. It will look cool, and I will make him proud.
0: The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube and Facebook now. At Pat and AJ. Patandaj.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.